there's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Okay. Gary Anthony Williams. I when when we first started doing this podcast, yeah. I said to you, I will never have any of your friends in the business on the show. Right. I don't care how big they are. Right. I don't care if they produce shows like the office. Right, yeah. I don't care if they did that final little choppity chop up on uh, Seinfeld. Yep, yep. I don't care. I we'll know. We'll never have one yeah, of your friends you on said. the show. That's what you said. Then we got into that Native American leg wrestling thing. Yeah. And you won. I won, fair and, and square. And here we are today. Yep, yep. With that, I have to say, Elliot, yeah. <laughs> since you won, yeah. fair and square. Yeah. More, more square than fair. Yes, so Let's be honest. That, yes. Please introduce the show. I will. Ladies and gentlemen, superhero fans and Superman fans and uh, Richard Donner fans, but not you Snyder bros. Welcome to another <laughs> episode of Day Drinking with Carrie and Elliot. I am your host, Elliot Flake, sitting across from me. Uh, and in front, in between us, with yes. in between us, a, a new, a, a, a foam screen. A device. A device. It's yeah. my equa host. Gary Anthony Williams. Well, Elliot, we've been having a lot of sound problems. Mm. Uh, let's just break it down because yeah. I know th- I know this about Dave Rogers. Once he starts talking about his business, yeah. he don't want to hear nobody else's. Right. He's like, I don't care who <laughs> else exists. This is, as he says, this is my time yeah. to shine. He rhymes everything. <laughs> he doesn't say shine. Yeah, it's true. My time to shine. That's true. It's been a, that's been one of the things that, that I've worked with him for years on. But yeah. he's still he's still he's still gonna yep, do it. He's still gonna do what he's gonna do. A man like a man as as he says, a man as powerful <laughs> as I am, right, <laughs> can't be put in a can. Of Are we almost done with the intros here? Uh, time is a uh, time is money. Money is time. Dave Rogers. <laughs> I was going to go through about why why we sound different lately right, yeah. and what we're doing to work on it. But yeah. once again, if you mention his name, it's like yeah. a vampire. You open the yeah. door, he's yeah. in. He's in. But you know what? Let's tell people, though, because please, because please, I think please, we've got long, long-time listeners wanting to know, yep. hey, guys, you used to sound great, and now you sound all echoey. Yeah. And what what is going on? Uh, uh, seven things are going on. Seven things. And I'm only going to name a couple of them. All right. One. Yeah. New location to record the yep. podcast. Right. You always said let's record in an echo chamber. I said yes. Right. I I, I kind of I regret it, but I but I appreciate that you went along with me on it. Yep. Yeah. Two. Mm-hmm. Trying some new microphones. Yep. Those two super expensive microphones we have just weren't enough. I said let's go with a super expensive microphone. Two of them. Yeah. 
and then let's go with a cheap one. Right. I want to, the audience to guess who's on the cheap microphone. Okay. All right. And you can, you can email your answers to daydrinkingwithgaryandelliot at gmail.com. All right. And we'll start. Gary, you start. What? Oh. We're going to have guess. Yeah. Am I on the cheap microphone? That's Gary. Dave? This is David Rogers. Am I on the cheap microphone? And this is Elliot Blake. Am I on the cheap microphone? The first one to win gets to be on an episode of Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. Right, but you got to get here yourself. If, you got to get here. From yeah. like, we're yeah, not, I don't know, Tennessee or something. Yeah, we can't, yeah. Elliot, mm-hmm. did you finish introducing the show? I did. I did finish introducing the show. We have not then given Mr. Rogers the credit that he deserves. That's true. The, I want to call him a Hollywood muckety-muck, um, <laughs> a big wig, uh, yeah. a shoulder. You know how some people want to rub shoulders? Yeah. He's a shoulder shrugger. Mm. He shrugs his shoulders. And yet he's also a shoulder you can cry on. No, that's what I was about to say. Oh, okay. He yeah. shrugs it. Yeah. Then you hug him. Yeah. You lay your head down for a nice winter's nap. Yep. <laughs> no one has a more cry-on-worthy shoulder than this young man sitting to my left. I know from experience. I'd like to meet him right now. Well, he's sitting right to your, Hi, uh, right to your, right to your left. Hi, Dave. There he is. Or you're right. Hi, friend. Hello, Gary. Hello, Elliot. Hello, Dave. It's a pleasure to be here. It is a pleasure to have you here. I'm going to work backwards today. Okay. First of all, I'll work forwards and ask you, what drink we made for him, because yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. And then I'm going to start into his immediate what he's doing, and I'm going to grill him like a, 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 a salmon. A I'm salmon? Gonna like, a salmon him like a salmon? Grill him like a salmon? Like on, a, on a grill? Like a poached... I'm going to grill him like a poached salmon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Very good. Um, so, uh, Dave, so the way this show... Long-time listeners, you know <laughs> that the way this usually works is that we will ask our guests, what do you like to drink? What's your go-to drink? Uh, and then I will go into my book, Create 100 Cocktails, a home bar guy's deep dive into the art of cocktail creation, and I will pull something out of there. Or if I, there's nothing in there that, that fits the bill, I will make something new. And uh, we'll, we'll make a drink along the, the lines of what the guest uh, likes to drink. And so I asked you, what do you like to drink? And you told me. Well, I mean, I'm kind of a simple guy when it comes to drinking. Uh, beers, maybe a little wine, uh, wine coolers. Remember all, when all those were... That, uh, all things that were in the those were in some, uh, Bartles and James. Bartles and James. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes like that uh, that hard uh, hard soda. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Like the a, new like, one, like a White Claw? Like uh, that kind of thing? You know, I don't know. Like a, like a hard lemonade? Like a hard lemonade. A hard oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But, in, but basically <laughs> you said, I don't know. I don't, you're not much <laughs> of a drinker. Yes. Yeah, which I know this to be true about you. And so I thought, okay, well, you know, I do know that you like a beer. And so I thought, let's make a beer drink. And so uh, I we we're going to have today, I got to get this stuff out of the fridge because I wanted it to be ice cold. Yeah. Uh, he, it, deserves the, he deserves the coldest. The, an, the icy cold refreshment uh, of a good beer. Mm. Um, so we're going to make a, uh, a I'm going to make a ginger lemon shandy. Shan, spell uh, now, shandy for me. S-H-A-N-D-Y. Perfectly spelled. So, so thank you. So a shandy, if you are unfamiliar, is a delightful uh, beverage uh, from the UK. Uh, I believe it was invented over there. And so what they do over there is it's basically it's half beer and half what they call lemonade. But when they say lemonade and when we say lemonade, we're talking about two different things. In the UK, they're talking about a 7-Up. Oh, what a lemonade is literally a seven up? That's what they're talking about. Yeah, a carbonated oh. lemon lime beverage they refer to as a lemonade. And so it's fifty percent beer, fifty percent seven up. Or sprite. Or sprite, sure. 
And but not uh, what's the what's the off Fresca? No, not well. Fresca. Bubble up. Fresca is great. Bubble up. No, there's another one. What is the, what's the one that Pepsi owns? There's a there's a there's a bad one where you go to the store. You, you, when you go slice. No, it's not oh, slice. That was squirt. No, oh, I don't squirt? remember. Squirt? Oh, squirt's good in a Paloma. Shasta. No, I don't remember. Folks, if you know what I'm talking about. Email us. I mean, can you make a bad lemon lime soda? Yeah, you can. Yeah, okay. yeah, you that can. Was a real I've, had, I've had it. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, so anyway, you put those together and it's great. And so, uh, but here in the states, when you do it, you can all, or the way that I've done it is I've actually just had like actual lemonade, and uh, and I'll do like half, maybe not half, like a quarter lemonade, three quarters beer in a glass. But I thought I'm going to do something special. I'm going to do something nice for my old friend. And we're gonna make uh, I'm gonna make a new thing, and so I came up with this uh, idea for a uh, I, I made a ginger lemon brew, and so uh, and 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 what this is is I took uh, I'm just gonna give you the, the recipe right now, folks. Just give it to I'm me. I'm just gonna give it to you. It'll be in the show notes. It'll be on the Instagram. But it's three and a half ounces of uh, of ginger, which was I, which I peeled and then and and roughly chopped, and then I threw that into a food processor, and made a paste. Mm. And mm. I put that. Mm, hold on, let me just stop and think about yeah. paste for a second. Uh, ginger paste. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, mm. yeah. Because I remember, like, there was a guy I used to know. His name was Clay in the first grade, and he would sit there. You know that old white? Oh sure, yeah. School paste, yeah. and he would just eat it like it was the most delicious thing. Yeah, I knew. It so like even that. when Frank, you, yeah, yeah, your 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 Frank is my Clay. Did you yeah. have one of those? You had a paste. I did. A I did. Eater. Yeah. And it looked. Deli- <laughs> it looked. Were, were you? Wait you a minute. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Because it looked delicious. Yeah. So if this ginger paste, as ginger paste, yeah, is as delicious tasting as it looked that Clay's or Frank's was, mm. I can't wait to wrap my tongue. Around. <laughs> I, I think it's very spicy. Mm. Unlike the paste, mm. I, I I can't say. Yeah. If Clay's paste was spicy or not, I can't say. That's true. He I'm might have bought. He might have bought the spicy paste. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, you put that stuff, you put that this uh, the paste, the ginger paste, into uh, a saucepan mm. with uh, three three cups of water, and you put bring it to a boil, and then you throw in while the it's coming to a boil the the peel of one whole lemon, mm. and you want to be careful not to get the white stuff out of the peel. You really just want the outer the, part just of the, the yellow part, just the yellow part, because that's where the, all the nice lemon oils are, and you get all that lemon flavor. And you put all these things in the pot and get bring it to a boil. And then immediately turn the water, uh, the the heat down to a simmer, and you want to reduce that quantity of liquid in there by half. So you're 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 going to let it simmer for about forty minutes. You're concentrating those. Flavors. You're concentrating those flavors Son exactly. Then take it off the heat once you once you've gotten it down to about a cup and a half. Throw in uh, a couple ounces of fresh squeezed lemon juice, and uh, a couple ounces of agave syrup. Strain it. Yep. Because you don't want all that paste, all that gunk, in your drink. So you strain it out. Uh, and then put it in a jar, refrigerate it. Yep. And there you go. And then you've got your, your ginger lemon brew. I mean, you call so you, it's, you, it's you, spicy. You step by step this. I step one. by step this. So, and I hope everyone was playing along at home. If not, just rewind it, and yep. then yep. and then and then go to town. Um, so we've we've got all that stuff, uh, and so I'm gonna make that. So now to make this drink. And I haven't actually made this specific one. So once again, this, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to be doing... We're breaking new ground we're here. breaking new ground, exactly. So we got, uh, we're going to mix... We'll, we'll try. We'll we're going to try. try it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put two ounces of this uh, house-made uh, ginger lemon brew in the bottom of, of one of these glasses here, one of these pint glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to put 
uh, an ounce of Topo Chico on top of that. Oh. You know, I love a Topo Chico. It's it's the new bubbly soda. If you've probably mm-hmm. had it, I'm sure. No. All right. Well, it, you'll you'll it, see you're it. You, enjoy you, it. You, you may you well you'll I think you'll recognize it when you see the bottle. I gotta go get it out of the out of the fridge, and then we're gonna top that uh, with a, a whole garden uh, uh, wheat beer, a Belgian wheat beer, mm. and mm. Uh, and then we're gonna drink it, and that's it. No, no, that's it and more. And more. That's it and more. Oh, you going to the fridge now? I'm going to go to the fridge now. I'm going to make the drink. Oh, and I'm going to garnish this with a lemon slice. Bring me something back from the fridge. What would you like? Whatever you see, you'll know what fits me. Okay. All <laughs> Bye, right. Elliot. I love you. Okay. You guys, hey, you know, while I'm doing this, yep. you guys start chitting. Yep. And then you, here's how we do it on the show, Dave. Mm-hmm. We chit, yep. and then we immediately follow it with chat. Immediately. Immediately. So. No, I love no, that. Yeah. I love most that. People, no most people chit. Or they chat, but they don't do both. But on this show, we do both. We do both. Yeah. Uh, b- bye, Elliot. Bye. Love you. Love you. He said you guys are old friends. We are. How far back does this situation go? Jeez. Can, he's yeah. out of the room now. Oh, I could talk. You can light I could talk freely. Um, I've known Elliot since, I believe, like 1989. In, in that uh, time, do you feel like you've known him too well? Do you know what I mean? Like, you're done knowing him. No. I think it was 1988. I think was it, it was, I think I think it was eighty eight. I think oh, it was I, I think stand it was, corrected. No, I think it was the first, first semester, semester of freshman year. I remember the moment I was introduced to him. Why um, is that? Uh, a friend introduced us in uh we went to Ithaca College together, a great school in uh, uh New York, in the Finger Lakes, beautiful Finger Lakes yeah. area. Mm, and I remember uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh Jim Bates, um said, Oh, this is uh this is Elliot Blake. And, uh, Take, uh, let let uh, Elliot you know knock around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to put the Just, I'm trying to put the, the bottle of Topo Chico down, which it now is going to have to rest for a minute, otherwise it's going to explode. There there is a yeah. hole in the middle of this table, yeah. which is obscured by the tablecloth. Yeah. And I was trying to put this down in don't, the, don't in, the put hole. It in that hole. That well, I didn't know. That You're literally there. embarrassing yourself I'm, in front of this man. I'm embarrassed. There, I'm used there, to there, it. Yeah, it's okay. There's nothing there. No. I've embarrassed myself worse. I am sure. So uh, well, I got to find out about this Jim Bates character. Yeah. Now, oh, because he sounds like a real. He's the character. king of all things big and small. This Jim, is, I hope you're listening. This is true. Um, so uh, we're in we're in a uh, one of our film classrooms. We took uh, uh, you know we were both film majors in school, and uh, I thought I had met everybody in the department, and suddenly Jim comes in and he introduces me to this. Greek god with a big mullet of hair. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think that by that point. I don't think in that point in in the or in that that I had what would, would be what would qualify as a mullet. I was. Yeah, you did. I did. You, I mean, mine. You, you had you, long. You had long hair. You had long in the back. I had long in the back, but I still think I think there were maybe a little bit of wings that sure, Elliot probably, had. Yeah. But it was. Yeah. I think it was the big. Uh, he definitely had like a big boof going on. He was it was very impressive. Was his hair was of. definitely a weapon that okay. he used yes. to his advantage. Yeah, I and I was introduced to him uh, uh, as a, this is Elliot Blake, and I went Elliot Blake, what a name! And I literally named my uh, my first film uh, in intro to filmmaking Elliot Blake Spy Hunter. That was wait, wait, literally the name of the film that I made. Yeah. Was Elliot in this film? Elliot was in the film. I, okay. I, and you I, were I, the he was the star hunter? of was, the film. I was the star of the film. I, I, I am, to this day, Spy Hunter. Spy Hunter. So, you, mm-hmm. Elliot, here's yeah. what I did not mm-hmm. know about you. I did not even know that you had been an actor in the past, number I, one. I, I Let me... Oh, I, I, excuse me. I used him again when yes, I could. That's true, yeah. Multiple times. Now, one of the but, biggest producers in Hollywood right now yeah. cut his teeth on... A young Elliot Blake. Yes, he probably has hunks of you still stuck. 
I got still stuck a lot, between a lot, his cheek the, and gum. There's a lot of gristle, a lot of gristle yeah. on these bones that, that that sticks that sticks with the people that have taken a taken a bite of me. Oh wow! Uh, as a matter of fact, Elliot became so popular as an actor that in intermediate film class, oh god, we used him for an editing exercise. So everyone edited footage with Elliot Blake. Okay, for 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 years <laughs> after I left school, and so I would go to the occasional Ithaca College Alumni Association thing. And and probably for I don't know five six seven eight years afterwards I would meet people and they say oh my god you're the guy from the intermediate film editing exercise oh my god and uh, and yeah and I, I I was surprised it always surprised me because I never th- I I I acted I never thought of myself as an actor uh, and still don't ever think of myself I that do way. Yeah. And, and and I, I like I said I discovered him back it, then yeah is it fair to say that neither of you would be crap without the other. I mean, because I, I, you edit big projects now. Mm-hmm. You worked with him as an editor. You direct. You mm-hmm. worked with directing him. Clearly, he made you what you are today. Clearly. <laughs> I, 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 there's definitely a, a, a part of that that is true. Oh. And, and our friendship is definitely, yeah. uh, oh, I, definitely, I think, helped oh. us mutually. I, uh, yeah, there's no you know. doubt about that. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, we've been mm-hmm. friends. We've been friends I guess, what, 30, 31 years? Uh, it's Which math. is amazing because we're only 32 years old. Yeah. So, so, so in, in utero. We well, mm-hmm. well, we were babies, babies when we went to college because we were very, very small. Oh, I see, so, I see. What so you're so yeah, and and uh, and we came out here in Los Angeles for yeah. internships before we graduated from college, and then came back. Uh, Elliot was uh, one of the first to uh, move back out here after college, and I think I and followed a couple months after. Yeah, you were here within a couple of months yeah. of, uh, after I got here. And, so. and, and is this the reason I know that Elliot, you said you have a share your wealth program with all your buddies, that <laughs> whoever you came out here with within a two year period, you guys all just pool your money yes. and then mm-hmm. take from it as you want. Is that the reason that you both are so wealthy? Well, the reason, from, uh, the reason from the that, share your wealth program, but I, I, I don't you know, know reason, anything about this. The reason, Elliot, the reason that I am so wealthy is yeah. because Dave is so successful. <laughs> yes. So that, that, yes, yeah. that's, that's true. It's all, yeah. You didn't know that I, that I, that I, I signed, no. I, yeah, I can sign here. for your, your checks. I did not know that. Yeah, no, right. That well, explains a lot. Yeah. Speaking of explaining a lot now, you know, you've heard of the X plane, right? The yeah. airplane, the yeah. X plane. Where, yeah. where, where is that? What is that made for? Uh, the X plane yeah. uh, is for for going up into for for, for uh, taking off mm-hmm. like a regular plane, mm-hmm. and then getting into the upper atmosphere, mm-hmm. and then shooting off some type of scramjet, and mm-hmm. then going into the outer atmosphere. So going we're talking space, space, going into space, going into space, a Speaking space plane, a space plane. Now this young man sitting to my left is working on a space show right now. I've segued. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. You have. I, that's why I said I wanted to jump immediately into what he's doing right now because mm. can we talk about the new show? We can talk a little bit about it. We can talk name. We can talk name. Space Force. The show is called Space Force. And that is, am I correct? And it is directly related to, and tell, you, can, mm. you can tell me, can't talk about that. Go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say. Directly related to uh, our current president starting up his Space Force. I think just the idea of starting up a space force, that seed mm-hmm. is is what we're using yeah. for our show. Now, as I told you, uh, mm-hmm. as we walked up our, my beautiful corridor, corridor is one of the most beautiful corridors in town, Elliot. Oh, yes. You, yeah. No, I, I don't I, know if you've been in. Oh, yeah. A few times. Um, as I said to you, I auditioned for that show. I'm not on that show. 
and I need to know all the reasons why. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't need to know the reasons why, but I will say this. Not hired by guilty of association? <laughs> Is that possible with Elliot Blake? It's possible. that that's that It might have been because of me. I will say this. I cannot speak of the show because I don't know what's allowed to say, but that was a funny-ass script. Reading that script, I read the pilot. I guess it was the pilot that I, I read. Funny, funny, funny freaking show. What will your... I know you direct. Mm-hmm. You edit. Yes. You produce. Yes. A man like you with gentle fingers, you got to be writing all the time as well. I'm not. A, I'm actually not a writer. Not a writer. I rewrite at all. a little bit in editing, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes in directing, I'll mm-hmm. you know throw in a line. Or but you're not one something. of those writing producers. But I'm not a writing producer. Uh, so in those other things, then mm-hmm. directing, yes, editing, yes, producing, doing all of those, yes. And on this show specifically, Space Force, are you getting what? What? Which of those teeth? Are you I'm, biting down? On? I'm doing all of them. Uh, we're uh, we're currently editing the show right now. We've shot. Uh, we're getting close to finishing up uh, filming our episodes. Um, now, how many they bought for season one? Yes, this is uh, season one for Netflix, and I just finished directing an episode. Excellent. Uh, so, uh, and I, someone else is actually editing the show, which is nice. They get to assemble it, and I'll jump in with my director's cut. But I'm busy editing other episodes. Did right uh, Did Netflix do one of those ten season one episode buys? Is that what I they bought? So, yes. Can you say that? Yes. Or? Yeah, okay. I think so. Yes. And and mm-hmm. and and it's not a secret because this has been in the been in the news. But that's, yeah. this is another sh- another Steve Carell. This is uh, this is Steve Steve Carell and Greg Daniels, who was the showrunner, uh, you know, head writer, uh, creator of the American version of The Office, mm-hmm. um, and uh, of course Steve Carell, um, and uh, he's great. It's uh, I mean I'll say the the cast. Uh, I had a blast working with Steve Carell. John Malkovich mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, ben Ben Schwartz is Malkovich a regular cast member on the show? Yes, he is. So you got to direct John Malkovich this I, week. I did. I got to direct John Malkovich. I got to talk to him about Con Air, about uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Rounders. Wow, uh, you know, in the Line of Fire, and uh, he is. I mean, uh, I know he's very very funny. Um, I got to do a lot of comedy stuff with him uh, this past week, and. Uh, he is. I mean, you you know that he has a great sense of humor, but it's amazing the the choices he makes and and how he delivers stuff. And he's so he's he's great. He's great. Yeah. When I watch Malcolm act, actually, I do think of him having um, an intense sense of humor. If that makes any sense to you, like when I when I it's not it's not like a broad kind of thing. It's a very intense, specific sense of humor. I, I don't know if that's what it's like to work with him and direct him, but that's how I saw it. Son. He's just very grounded and real. Yeah. So when he's doing something, you're laughing, but it's you know it's not it's not super silly or yeah. broad. I mean, it's just you know it's really grounded in, yeah. in reality. Yeah. So it, it's fun. It's you know because I haven't seen him do too much comedy. Uh, right. But uh, yeah, so this was just a, it was a treat uh, working with him. Yeah. You know. And so you said you guys are you're at the end of your of the first. We're season? finishing up shooting. We're on our uh, I think our last two episodes, and then we have some stuff uh, we're going to shoot in January. Okay. And mm. none of this, and correct me if if I'm wrong, none of this is actually shot in space. 
I will not answer that question. Oh, Elliot, do you hear what that means? It means that it was. It means that it was shot in space. It was yeah. at, at least at least some of it. A lion, at yeah. least a lion's share. Right. <laughs> was shot at least a lion's share. I think share. we're breaking news again. It was shot out in right. space. I can neither confirm or deny. That means you he's. That neither can we. Yeah. Neither yeah. can we. Yeah. We can neither confirm nor deny, but we're going to assume <laughs> that that's yeah, what that's shot that, in space. That I've worked with Mr. Daniels a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Love that dude. Mm -hmm. Love his sense of humor. He's great. Love yeah. his creativity. I've worked, he was one of the first people I worked with when I moved to LA probably on Malcolm in the Middle. And mm -hmm. then he hired me for a, a pilot he did with um, a, the guy who played Monk. Oh, uh, uh, Tony Shalhoub. Shalhoub. And the lady on Moms. Uh, Alison Janney. Yes, thank you. Friday night. Friday night. Dinner. Were you there? You weren't there, were you? I was around. Did you Did you cut <laughs> that pilot? Did we work together? Uh, we did not. I did okay. not uh, cut that pilot. But you were around. I was busy on the office at that time, so yeah. I didn't uh, leave okay. to do that. I don't know if you know this, but you've done some impressive things, and you probably have no idea. First of all, Space I've been, Force, been space, lucky. Space I'll just Force. Say that. Well, it's Elliot. <laughs> Elliot rubbed off on you. <laughs> yeah. uh, space Force is going to be a fucking dynamite show. It is. Well, Unless, fingers, fingers crossed. No, but, no. Look, we don't have to here. We know it's going to be great. Uh, you, you can cross them. I'm going to. I'm coming over there to uncross those fingers. <laughs> you know that shit's going to be great. It is funny, and with the cast that you guys got, it's going to be terrific. I'm very excited about that show. Well, and congratulations with your trip from space. Thank you. I mean, I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny. I'm just glad you made it back in one piece. Uh, you brought up The Office. Mm -hmm. How many years were you working on that show? Uh, 27, 28 years. Holy no, uh, I feel like I'm still working on it at times. Uh, people ask me things, and I'm like, even the other other day, another another uh, uh, podcast, uh, the the Office ladies, Jenna Fisher and uh, Angela Kinsey. Uh, were at, they had a uh, they they were asking a question about something so Jenna texted me and I could because I'm like kind of the source of all the office stuff and I I gave her a quick answer so I always feel like I'm still working on the office yeah. uh, we were a, gr a great tight knit family but uh, I did uh, I I was there I came on board right after the pilot of the office and yeah. I was there through the finale it, uh, you know. writing no because you said you refused to write. Right. But directing, I I started editing, uh, and then I started directing, and then producing, and and my my job as a producer is in post production, mm -hmm. so it's you know looking at visual effects, it's making sure we get uh, ADR going to uh, mixes, sound mixes, and just making sure the show's you know doing notes. Uh, the network has notes. A lot of times I'll sit with the other editors and work with them and just make sure our, our everything in post production is is moving. Uh, forward and if we need to pick up shots things like that i'm i'm usually the one who will uh communicate and make sure that uh you know things are getting done in that department it's i you know i i'm not as familiar with your side of the business in the editing producing okay. especially on the editing side yeah. of mm -hmm. oh thank you dear friend there's oh. your drink. well okay. let's let's, let's, cheers let's cheers it. it and then i gotta this ask him about editing all right beautiful. cheers yeah and give me the name before I suck this a, in. A ginger lemon shandy. I want to describe this. Can you, Please. Can you describe, oh, yeah. I mean, it's just a, I got a beautiful glass here with a, it looks like a, a beer with a little bit of color, like a lemonade and yeah. a, a lemon sitting uh, sitting on the rim of the glass. So I'm going to take a sip. Oh, I am here, too. Here, I'm going in. Mm. 
I'm getting a lot of beer. This is really beer. good. You know, I feel like it needs more. Uh, I feel like it needs more lemon ginger. I want more. Could you mm-hmm. more lemon ginger? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It tastes like more I'm, lemon ginger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It All tastes right. like I'm drinking a nice Hefeweizen. And you are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. But there was. It needs more. It needs more lemon. But I like lemon the. Gin- I like the up. lemon and the ginger in there. Me too. I love a good. Mm-hmm. I love a good bite of ginger. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, I had to ask you an <laughs> editing question. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. How, I I I'm when I'm reading your bio mm-hmm. and looking at all your projects, I'm struck by how much editing and producing that you are doing. I don't see that a lot. That an editor, editing and directing, rather, the fact that you go switch so easily from editing to directing in a show is that common? Have I missed this? In my life, well, I I feel like a lot of editors, uh, like myself, we're we're constantly editing, you know, other people's work, and we we learn and we see what works, what doesn't work, and then we're like, hey, you know, at least for me, it was like I can do that. I want to. I, I think there came a point in the office. Uh, I don't want to say what season, but uh, I finally said uh, to Greg Daniels, I said, hey, I really want to direct. Uh, I, I think I had mentioned it to him from the the beginning when, when the show started, mm-hmm. and I said, "Yeah, I'm I'm an editor, but I you know I eventually want to get into directing." And uh, and then at some point, I was like, "You have to let me direct. I can't do any worse than some of the people we've had in." Because <laughs> I think as editors, we're you know constantly just you know, I, I feel like we make great editors, uh, great directors. It's important to make their stuff look great. Sure, I think we get good directors. It's important to elevate their stuff and make it look great. And and anybody else, bad, adequate, you know, uh, someone. It's it's our job to to elevate their material sure. and make it as, as as good as we can. So uh, and it's still it's a it's a way different thing sitting in a chair putting stuff together than being on set. Yeah, you know, doing all the prep, t- talking to actors, talking to the crew, making your your schedule. You know, but. Um, it was just something where I said, I, I really want to do this. And so he, you know, Greg gave me my first chance uh, professionally on The Office. And uh, What a great yeah. show to get a first chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it was great. And, and what was really nice is the cast and crew, very, very supportive. Everybody. And I think we had developed a trust just over the, you know, the first few seasons where they saw what I was doing for them in, in, in editing that I would protect them, I would communicate with them if there were things that they liked. And I think they saw that, oh, Dave is delivering. He knows the, the, he knows what makes the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were times where, uh, there were even, a, there were a couple times where a show was locked. Like I wasn't around or something. And then I come back and I'm like, wait, the show was locked and you cut this scene out? And we unlocked a show. So, so yeah. for people oh, not yeah. in the business, locked is, it's finished. It's done. This is this is what the audience is going to see. Yeah. It's done. Nothing else to do on this show. Nothing else. But and, you would step in and go. And, and uh, yeah, if, if another producer, uh, you know, and, a, and an editor worked on it, and I was like, no, 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 this isn't, I, there, there was, you know, I think it happened more than once, but definitely there was, there was an, I know one episode for sure where uh, it was, um, I think it was called Lice was the name of the episode. And, uh, uh, there was a originally there was there's a scene at the end as it is now where uh, Pam and Meredith go to a bar and uh, you know they they get to talk and and originally that scene was not in the show and I was like we, we you have to put that scene in there that really is the 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 end to the show not the previous scene with them leaving the office together yeah. 
And uh, we had, you know, so it was like, a, you know, Greg saw it, was like, all right, take some time out, see where you can take some time out without really losing anything, any great substance, and uh, see if we can get that back in. Wow. And we did, and that was, uh, you know, I know Kate Flannery was very appreciative, and, and uh, you know, especially uh, uh, Kim Ferry, who did hair on the show. Yeah. Because we had, you know, put put Meredith uh, in a bald, oh, put Kate Flannery in a bald uh, wig, uh, you know, for the, a ba- you know, bald cap for the episode made it look really great. So, so. when you are, when you're directing as mm-hmm. with such a strong editing background, are you already going, I'm not going to need that shot. I know what I, I know where I'm going. I know where I would be going next. Like, are you kind of editing as you direct? I, I do. Um, Elliot, I'm asking great questions. You are asking these are, great these questions. Are, yeah. yeah, these are these are actually right. No one gets this specific. There's always just general. What's Steve Carell like? You know, and it's like, hey, he's great. Well, that's coming. Yeah, he's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, I I don't want to get to, I don't want to cut too much in my head when I'm directing because I feel like sometimes you think you know what you want, and then you get into editing, and you're like, God, why didn't I have this shot that I didn't think I would need? Mm-hmm. So I I. I always want to keep my my options open, but sometimes you know, hey, I'm only going to use this master for the beginning and the end. So if we get one or two of them, we can move on. I don't need to get seven takes. Mm-hmm. I don't need them to nail every line in the master. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a big wide shot, let's mm-hmm. say. But um, as we you know as we go on, uh, you know, just shooting. Sometimes you you say, hey, I, I you know, you kind of know what you don't need. Mm-hmm. Or and and what you really will. Mm-hmm. So you know you stick with that. How mm-hmm. how, how difficult it, is it? You know you with the editing, then you're working. The other part of it is not only lining up a shot, making that look good, but working with the actors. Was that a big lesson for you to learn? I know you worked with Elliot Blake, so. <laughs> You may have already gone. I can work. I can work with anyone. If you can work, work with, with me, EB. the hardest, the I've hardest with, person yes. in the world to ever direct. I've, I've directed EB. I can direct yeah. anyone. Yeah. Well, it's, I actually took uh, acting classes out here. I went to a two-year Smart. Meisner school, the Joanne Barron D.W. Brown Studio. You went to a Meisner school. Yeah. You went to a Meisner school. <laughs> You went to a Meisner you school? You went to a Meisner school. I went to a Meisner school. You went to... No, I did not go to Meisner. <laughs> you didn't go to but a Meisner school? I didn't go to a Meisner school. You didn't go to a Meisner school. I didn't school. go to a Meisner yeah. so school. There I, but, it is. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I and part of it was, uh, I was working on Seinfeld at the time, so I was working a lot, you know, was but, working... But for the audience, what were you doing at that time? I, oh, I was an Seinfeld. assistant editor. I was an assistant editor on Seinfeld. It was my, my first real job in television. Um, and I, I got connected to it by another Ithaca College alumni, uh, a couple guys, uh, Steve Mesner uh, is a buddy of ours, and uh, George Doty, who was working on Seinfeld at the time. Uh, we had connected, and they needed a, a new assistant editor mm-hmm. on that show and another show called The Single Guy. Yeah. They're both Castle Rock shows, and I, I sure. came on board the last two seasons uh, for that. Dude, you yeah. hopped in. I know you're in the middle of something, but you hopped into some great stuff. <laughs> you, like, literally hopped into some of the best TV around. Yeah, I don't know how that happened exactly. I mean, I I moved out here uh with I think I knew, you know, no one in the business or I think my mom knew someone's cousin who knew somebody and I was I got a job PAing, a production assistant. And I was like, you know, just driving a truck, picking up cigarette butts in the parking lot after we shot somewhere with a crew. Um just, you know, doing odd jobs, working the occasional music video. 
getting a job. I worked as a reception, a host at Viva La Pasta. That's right. Was a was a restaurant <laughs> and uh, and just you know doing various things. And then eventually, I, I got a job as a, a runner at a trailer house, uh, doing a you know and just delivering stuff. Now you can email, right. you know. Right. stuff. back then we would deliver tapes back yeah. and forth and, and film reels and uh. You know, so I was I was doing that. And I spent a year doing that, but I got to learn the Avid software. I always. But, but you said you also were acting, though. You you took a, a Meisner right? Well, well, I, I'll say, you know, in, in in Ithaca College, we we learned a little bit of everything. So we were, you know, we were learning how to how to direct, shoot things, how to edit. I always loved editing. I always mm-hmm. kind of excelled in the you know having that kind of control in a room by myself with the footage, like just getting the, to play and, and, and look at it. And and so when I came out here, it was like, you know, you're, you're open to everything. I mean, honestly, I, I was writing even out here. I was yeah. I remember ghostwriting scripts for, a, a, you know, a couple of, a, you know, like low-budget indie writer producers and, um, you know, just really doing a little bit of everything. And uh, But I, I, I excelled, you know, in post. I wanted to kind of go in that direction. And so I worked as a runner at a trailer house. I I didn't know the technology. Everything had kind of changed from when we moved out here. It used to be just film and video, and then suddenly it's on computers. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, you have to learn how to use an Avid, which is the the software that that people were using. And so eventually, I did. I worked at this trailer house, and and at nights I would get on there and and learn the software. I probably should have just taken a class, like borrowed some money from my mom or something. But you know, when you're that young, you don't think. But clearly. also, that was free yeah. for you. It was free. Yeah, it was free. And you picking up all those cigarette butts yeah. rolling them into brand new cigarettes and selling them <laughs> yeah. at the ballpark. I wish. I just remember it was just such a it is a memory of production of being there is like the sun is setting it's getting dark and and like me and like one other PA have to we were shooting at like a I don't know retirement home or something we're in the parking lot you know picking up the cigarette butts that the crew left but wow. we don't have flashlights it's like getting dark and it's like this is production welcome to LA. Yeah. Um but uh, but but just going back to, to editing, you know, so it's like learning the Avid. And then after that, I, I started just working on various things as an apprentice editor and assistant editor I, and and eventually like cutting sound for for trailers and then cutting a lot of trailers like low budget stuff. And then uh, so but, you weren't just editing video, you were editing audio as well. Yeah, right? I was editing sound, like replacing uh, dialogue, like with higher quality, uh, you know, dat tapes at the yeah. time, um, it, you know, and it was just. Just just doing, you know, anything I could, you know, doing sound effects, layer after layer of sound effects for trailers, and then eventually cutting picture, like being a, a trailer editor. Mm-hmm. And then I got a phone call saying, hey, are you interested in assisting, you know, on Seinfeld? Uh, the editor left, her assistant's leaving with her. Uh, Larry, it was when Larry David left, so it was for the last two years, and I was like, I'll be there today. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I, I jumped right in and, wow. you know. Now, uh, I, I, I was asking you about the how difficult is it to go from that just editing editing an actor's performance to helping an actor create that performance all right so i and and so what i was just saying was that uh while i while i was working on seinfeld uh, as an assistant editor i was also still exploring you know all creative options out there Mm -hmm. and and so i was taking a, a uh, an acting class and just to learn not so much to be an actor myself but to be able to communicate with actors mm-hmm. i think that was always the thing you know just to learn the terminology to yeah. you know because it's like you can tell them, hey could you go faster can you do? and it's like that's not really you know you don't and you don't want to give an actor a line read can you say it just like this and yeah. and you know it's like I, I i i wanted to make sure when i did eventually get the opportunity mm-hmm. to be able to to speak to an actor 
as you know with with respect and, yeah. and an understanding of the craft yeah wow so. elliot yeah here's what i've learned yeah he jumped into all of the swimming pools yes he didn't just jump into one swimming pool yep and learn one stroke the dog paddle he jumped in all the pools and learned all the strokes yes Except he refuses to write anymore. But I snuck <laughs> up on him. He admitted ghostwriting some shit earlier. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to write. I, I mean, I, I definitely would like to write stuff. I mean, it's just hard when you get busy with the jobs that you have to do. It's hard. It's you know, and if, especially if you don't have much downtime. Yeah. It, the, 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 you know, writing is a is a difficult, difficult, uh, ch challenging, it, you know, uh, art form itself. Yeah, I'm writing something now that I'm really enjoying. But writing to me is one of the least enjoyable parts <laughs> because in general it's a solo person's thing yeah and i like a group energy like if it's a movie it's a solo elliot's a great writer thing. yeah elliot is a great writer oh thanks it's, elliot I, uh, I, yeah. I, I don't i don't even really think of myself as a writer anymore though i i because I, I don't i don't i i i'm a producer who writes but i'm not you know i i'm i'm I, I, it's been it's been a while since I've I've kind of decided I or I, I shifted my mindset away from, well this is what I'm going to do like that I'm going to be a writer because I realized that I'm not particularly I'm not a fast writer mm. which is which was mm -hmm. part of it and then mm -hmm. I just also like there I just I don't know I just found that I like uh, other aspects of shaping a story I mean especially in animation I like other aspects of, w of what I can bring in terms of shaping a sure, story yeah. and working with other writers and helping other people kind of realize this you know kind of like this uh, collaborative vision so um, oh that was very heavy mm -hmm. that was very heavy no, no, you know it's not as heavy as your delightful no, actually, there's no more head. There's no more head on there's it. There's no more yeah, head. Yeah. But you know what? When you put that extra it ginger in there. an extra ounce and a half of ginger. It's delicious. Did you try yeah. it with the extra it, it's in there? It's definitely hitting me. Yeah. I did not have a big breakfast this morning. <laughs> well, you so. know what? The, you live close enough to all of it. Oh, his, uh, his, his gingery sediment is settling at the bottom. Yeah, that's mm. a, this is that yours is too. You might have to swish it around. You know what? I go, mm. well, uh, if I could get a spoon out of my spoon jar. I wish I had my runner here. Oh. Normally, uh, normally, Dave, I have a runner here who runs and gets items for us when we needed mm, yeah. it. It could be a spoon out of the spoon jar or mm -hmm. um, a deep dish pizza from Chicago. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is we need at the time, they mm -hmm. go do it and they get it, as Elliot likes to say, immediately. Immediately, mm. yes. And he puts a, even when he spells it, he puts a J in there. Yeah. It's not mm -hmm. just like he likes to say it fancy. Immediately. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I don't like to use m more Ds than I need to. You, do, you really don't. No. Speaking of Ds. Yes. Now, a lot of people say Ds means these yeah am i wrong about that no you're right and it's it's a vernacular commonly used um, in urban areas uh, such as in Los downtown Angeles. area or someone who lives downtown in, areas in, in the areas in, in the project in the projects or sure. whatever yeah speaking of projects now you were co-executive producer on the mindy project am i correct yes oh elliot i fucking segued <laughs> right into you it. are the king of segways my friend uh I, I hate to ask a simple question like how did that come about because it seems pretty obvious to me you can pretty much just go get any job in comedy you want right now. Uh, I, I wish that were true, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how accurate that is. Uh, but uh, no, when we, uh, you know, I developed a, a great working relationship with Mindy on The Office. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, she's one of the writers and, uh, you know, so smart and... Um, just you know, really so talented, and it's amazing. I mean, that it's amazing what what she did to start out as a as a writer, 
performer and then, uh, you know, to really make the leap and, and get her own show yeah. where she's a, you know, head writer, a showrunner, actor. And, and she uh, was you know. not looking like everybody else on TV at the time either. Like she had a very specific looking look about her. Yeah. I mean, but she's so, I mean, she's so pretty, yeah. but so, yeah, I mean, she's. Yeah, you weren't she's, used to seeing her on TV, though. Not you. I was, because uh, I've not you. Right, watched her. Right. Every, yeah. but, but do you but, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, Americans. Yeah. Amer- Americans. 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 Yeah. But basically, um, she had, you know, she had left during the last season of The Office to start her show. She had done a pilot in, the, in between, and uh, it got picked up. So then when The Office ended um, and season two of her show was starting, she's like, what are you doing? Come over here. Uh, you know, edit, direct, and produce, handle posts, you know, just do what you're doing on The Office. I was like, great, I'd love to. So I, I came over and I would, you know, direct like three episodes a season and I would edit. And uh, I brought over one of my assistant editors from The Office, uh, Rob Burnett. He came over as, as an editor as well. And uh, we, uh, you know, we just, I said, yeah, we'll, we'll make your life easier because we, she and I had a great shorthand. And so, you know, it would, st- it, it started really with her. She would come into the edit bay and we would work a lot on cuts. And by the end, she could just give notes and, and maybe come in every once in a while yeah. just to, you know, really dig into stuff. But a lot of times, you know, she, she, I mean, she was working so hard, yeah. uh, especially in the in the first season, because it's a new show. There's so much pressure. And uh, so she would be, you know, writing acting all day, come to editing, be there t- till, you know, who knows, two, three in the morning sometimes working on a cut and then have to show back up at set, uh, you know, for 7 a.m. call time. Yeah. And so it was like, yeah, I'll alleviate some of that pressure. And also as a producer, I can work weekends and things like that and not, you know, be, you know, charging a, a crazy amounts of, of money to the production. It kind of just gets folded into my yeah. just, you know, regular work uh so. i know you had some nerd questions you wanted to ask me but but, yeah. but, but before you do mm-hmm. may i ask in in all of those things you do as mm-hmm. far as editing producing refusing to write <laughs> uh directing is there one you would rather do than the other or are you happy eating all of the vegetables in your bowl of soup I definitely. That's very nice. I, yeah. I like that analogy. No, oh, very oh, good. Yeah, I, Elliot, we're all. Let's be honest. All three of us are on fire today. Oh yeah. Literally, nothing could go wrong in our lives. Nope. And we dare. We dare our lives to try to throw something at us today. We are just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know. Yeah. Hold on. I, 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 I am. As the more I drink this, I definitely only, am. It's only four point nine percent alcohol, mm. Dave. Mm. It's the ginger that gets but, it. And, and, yeah. And, well, yeah. And also, it's less. It's because I watered it down a little bit. Oh, Yo, you're, you're, I, I need here. to swizzle. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got to swizzle around because oh, yeah. I'm missing all of my. It, like Clay would be eating all that paste right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get. That's the thing with this natural ginger is that is that it settles. It settles to the bottom of the glass. So you do got to. Either you got to drink it fast yep. or you got to be prepared with a spoon. Mm. So. Oh man, yeah. yeah once I went you get down that, there and got that ginger. Once you get that ginger up there, yeah, you get that. You got to go you, down you get, there and get it, dude. You get that nice. <laughs> you, get that nice you get that nice flavor. I wish I had like some, as they call them, ginger sucking lips. You know what I mean? You yeah. know, like you ever see a lady? Oh, man, that lady's got some ginger sucking lips. Which that means that it could be a guy. I, I don't see sex anymore. Well, I know, I know. Yeah. Because I had I don't know which 
the cones in my eyes removed. I don't know. Whatever parts of your eyes see sex, I had them removed. I don't see sex anymore. Right. Yeah. I can only feel for it. Right. But somebody with ginger sucking <laughs> lips, somebody with ginger sucking lips can just drink from the top of a bottle and their lips can go down. They're like prehensile, prehensile lips. Yeah. And yeah. just suck out the ginger. Yeah. It's really remarkable. You don't see too many people who can do that. But when you ginger. do, yeah. when you see someone who can do that, yeah. really mm -hmm. drink that in with your own eyes. Yeah. yeah. Because you'll only maybe see it once in your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With yeah. ginger drink. Drinking eyes? Oh, with your oh. drinking eyes? Oh, yeah. That could sting a little bit. That so also you gotta really, yeah. You that's gotta, a country song. You, you and got, your ginger, ginger drinking, drinking eyes. eyes. Speaking of drinking eyes, the eyes aren't known for drinking. The eyes are known for looking. And when you look for a new project, <laughs> we still didn't finish the other question because there was sediment in our glasses. We yeah. had to stir it up. Yeah. But when you look for a new project, here, here are my last two questions for you. Okay, all right. Then I'm going to let you light in on it. Okay. When you, I'm, I'm not going to let you, but I'm just going to say, Elliot, if yeah. you know, yeah. you have as much power as anybody in Studio City and Sherman Oaks combined. That's probably true. Yeah. Uh, when you look for a new project to work on, what do you look for? That's, that's B. But A was the other question of, preferences do you have oh, yeah. right now? Oh, yeah. Think? So, listen, I, I definitely love directing. Would like to do more of that. Uh, you know, to I, 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 listen, I still love editing as well, but I would, I like, I, I don't like doing assemblies as much anymore. Those first cuts on shows, they're really, I mean, my hat's off to all editors. I mean, people don't realize. Could, could you seriously for, not for me and Elliot, because <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're smart. Mm-hmm. Um, named one of Brilliant. the named two of the sixteen smartest men in the tri block area. And it's two of the sixteen smartest men in the tri block area who <laughs> podcast. Who podcast? That's me and Gary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that you were explaining that that first layout that you do. Yeah. The 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 we call it the editor's assembly, and that's really the first. You know, we're getting all the footage in every day. We get what's called dailies, and the, the, that's the daily footage that the. The, the production the director has shot and so you're you know you're combing through all of this stuff building a cut uh, you're looking for performance you're looking for camera angles you're adding sound effects you're adding music and it's it just it's hard it's it's definitely a one of the more challenging things about editing i mean later on you're you're working you're getting notes and you're making changes and stuff but once you have that foundation i feel like everything else is is a little easier yeah. it's it's building it for the first time then that's it's, not you're not a fan of that it's not that i'm not a fan of it but it's definitely it it just takes a lot of time mm -hmm. and a lot of times when when i'm editing and directing because i i tend to edit my own stuff so i'm directing and then i'm i'm playing catch up later because I'm no one's editing my show that I'm shooting while I'm uh, 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 except for right now someone is on Space Force which is nice but generally it's that I, Netflix money but that's that's I said I go we got to bring another editor in I really I literally said that and they said okay okay but um a lot of times I'm playing catch up so then I'm I'm working on you know previous cuts uh, I've got then the new footage coming in from another show that I'm supposed to be editing. So I'm, I'm also trying to edit my episode and, and you end up just, you know, working a lot of, a lot of late nights, a lot of weekends and things like that. So 
I would rather have less assemblies to do. I, I like giving notes to other editors, being a, uh, you know, as a, as a producer, um, being an intermediary between their their cuts or, or after the director's cuts and our and Greg Daniels, like being you know in between there and, and saying, yeah, I've gone through the show a bit. You know, it's it's we've made some trims. We got rid of we made changes in some of the obvious things that needed changing and and just getting it to him. Or if he says, hey can you do a, you know, a, a more fine cut with it even, and we can get that to the network. Cause mm -hmm. Greg is so busy. I mean, God, he is stretched, you know, he's, he's a writer, he's a producer, he's involved in, in all aspects of editing, visual effects, you know, he's very, very hands-on. So anything I can do to alleviate um, the craziness that he has and give, give him more free time to, you know, focus on writing if he needs to be on set. That that's what I like to do. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with with Mindy Kaling when I when I produce with her is the same kind of thing. Uh, you know, she's on top of all this, she's acting, and so it was anything I could do to to help with her. So mm -hmm. I would supervise all the sound mixes, um, any VFX that would come in. I would look at and approve, give mm -hmm. notes, things like that, and. Um, so, you know, I, I would I would like to do more of that and do, le you know, I love editing the a premiere and a finale, but I, I feel like when you get into a, the middle of the season, I, you know, I'd rather be directing more episodes sure. okay. at this point. I've just done it for a, for a long time, you know. Okay. So, so, so now you're, but this, now Space Force is not the only show that you're working on with Greg right now, right? You've got two shows that go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We, uh, we have another show called Upload. Uh, that I didn't, I didn't nod. Uh, by the way. Yeah. If I don't audition for a show, you don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Yep. And only because I really like this guy, and I'm serious. Which guy? Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dave Rogers. Oh, I thought we weren't sure we were talking about Dave or me. I've already told you I love you. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You do. Uh, only because I really like this guy. Am I going to listen to this mm. information mm. about the show I didn't audition for? <laughs> yeah. Normally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Normally, no. I'm not. I, I would literally walk away right now. Not to go get anything from the other room, just to go look around. Just to go, <laughs> just to go see what. Yeah, let's yeah. see what's in there. Yeah, yeah is the yeah. fireplace still there? There, yeah, it's still there. You know what? You know what? When I brought, when I came back with the uh, with the beers, yeah, uh, I forgot to bring something from the fridge for you. No, you did bring something. You're loved. That's true. I did. That's true. I keep he, it in your fridge. He keeps <laughs> it in your Yeah. What, what, what nice. was the show? It's called Upload. Upload uh, for Amazon. It'll be coming out in the spring. And uh, yeah, that was another, uh, it was a passion project of Greg's. It was something that he had, uh, he kind of been uh, playing around with, I think, since like the late 80s. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know what too much that I can say about that, but it's it's set in the not too distant future. It's uh, It's got comedy, sci-fi, a uh, little action, mystery, and uh, it's got some, you know, a lot of satire and, and kind of a, you know, like dark comedy on uh, things that are kind of happening today. So a slightly same. different feel than some of the other stuff that, that, that uh, he does and that yes. you've done with him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's comedy moments that it, there's no mistaking, you know, the brains behind it. Sure. But there are other things that are, are a little bit uh, different than, you know, say The Office or Parks and Recreation, right. you know, uh, King of the Hill. Right. So is you it know. fun? F was that fun then to get to, to, uh, to for you? Like, I mean, could you ed did you, ed were you an editor on that? I edited. And, and I also direct? I directed. Uh, we shot in Vancouver, so that was ah, new that's for me. You're doing up in Vancouver for me going up yeah. there. So, and, so then to, was that? Uh, so you got to? Did you get to stretch some different like directing muscles on that? 
versus on something on I, on some of uh, the I, other I, stuff. I did, yes, I, I did because there's more VFX, more visual effects in this than you know most of the shows that we've done. You know the comedies, there's not a, a ton of visual effects, but this because it was set in the in the future, uh, we had a lot of. Uh, a lot of visual effects. So, you know, you're, you're constantly keeping in mind green screen and, uh, you know, things that'll be added later. And, uh, you know, as an editor, because I, I've edited some things with that and because I'm also just a fan of, of big action sci-fi movies, I, I kind of have an understanding. And I think the visual effects supervisor on set was always impressed that I was like, oh, no, we'll frame it this way. And that way this will not cross in front of this. And then when we get into editing, we'll have the, le-, you know, so he was. That's great. Yeah. Like, yeah, he knows so, that you already got that eye. That yeah. You didn't have to worry about. So and then you because it's amazing the stuff that we get back where it's like. You know, when you have to do things like rotoscoping <laughs> because it wasn't shot right, and you were like, "Well, it's going to cost this much more, and it's going to take this much longer." Uh, rotoscoping so. for the mm-hmm. the people who aren't the three smartest men in the room is this mm-hmm. when you take an image, you basically cut that image out so you yeah. can put it somewhere. It's like you know when you when you see we take it for granted, but you see visual effects now, and things are put in front of and behind people, and so it's you know there are definitely ways to shoot stuff that it's easier to do in post production. And some ways that it's like, nope, you have to get pain, more, more painstaking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Elliot. Yeah. He trying to, you know, you know how you call him Dodgy Raji. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> he trying to. You do? No, I never. I never. Literally, like he'll just wake me up sometimes at three a.m. and go, Dodgy Raji, <laughs> and I know exactly who he's talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Um, but uh, I did. Let, I I blame myself for letting you escape. What do you look for when you're looking for a new project? And I blame me. Oh, yeah. I, I, I tried to make yeah. you call him Dodgy Raji. Right. I tried to blame him for escaping. Yeah. You know what? When you point two fingers out at someone, yeah. if you aim your thumbs right, you're also pointing your thumbs at them. Ah, that's <laughs> so true. true. True, true, true. Uh, what, what do you look for? What do I project? look You know, I mean, a lot of times it's who it's with, who the project is, is with. Mm-hmm. So, like, if Mindy Kaling calls... Um, you know, she says, "Hey, uh, you want to work on a? I got a movie, Late Night. You want to? You want to come work on it and cut it?" I was like, "Sure, of course." Uh, Greg Daniels, you know, calls me and says, uh, "I got a show, Upload. You want to work on that?" Yeah, okay. Uh, Space Force, of course. So, you know, I mean, it, you know, it's the these kinds of people. The community of people yeah. that you're working with. Yeah. Even more I, than the subject matter or? I, yeah. I, I mean, I think there's a trust. And and mm. I've been fortunate. I've, listen, I've worked with a lot of writers and producers uh, from, uh, you know, Mike Schur, who was in the office and then went off and created, uh, uh, co-created Parks and Rec and now does The Good Place. So if he called and said, hey, I got something you want to come edit, sure. Dave Mandel, who does, v, uh, you know, just finished Veep. He's a guy I worked with on Seinfeld. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, he says, "Hey, you want to come uh, come work on this?" Yeah, uh, you know, Alec Berg, uh, you know, does uh, Silicon Valley. Any of these guys, he, d- he does Barry now. Any of these guys, if they called and said, "Hey, come, you know, come work on this," you're there. Yeah, I'm basically yeah, I'm I'm there, and I've worked on stuff with them over the years. You know, after Seinfeld, after The Office, things like that. that uh, it, I, so. I think what a bonus to have those people that you like working with. That, that you mm-hmm. like working with and for I would say for the most part but like reading down your credits for 100% it's all been fantastic stuff so if you're working with people you enjoy on projects that are terrific you better freaking realize how 
What a great situation. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, there's, listen, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it's the caliber of projects. Look, even, even, you know, wanting to direct originally, mm-hmm. a lot of times I was, you know, I was building up a resume as an editor. I, like I said, I started as an assistant editor on mm-hmm. a Seinfeld uh, in television. I was doing that in The Single Guy. And I was fortunate I worked with two editors. Skip Collector was editing Seinfeld and uh, Noel Rogers was editing The Single Guy. And I got to just, you know, really, you know, besides doing my assistant work was, you know, learn from them. Like watch watch them and, you know, what are they doing? What are they, how are they finding the comedy? How are they, you know, manipulating the footage mm-hmm. to, to tell the story? And so, you know, I, I went from there. I, I was lucky I got to, I got the opportunity to cut the clip show, which aired uh, right before the the series finale of yeah. Seinfeld, so it was a little walk down memory lane, and I got to do some montages. I got to put some Superman music uh, in a, in the beginning of a montage. And you and Seinfeld have something very, very well, much in common there. Jerry and I are both huge, huge fans of Superman. <laughs> yep. So I, you know, I got to show off like all the big production uh, uh, values in the show and and put it together with uh, Superman music. And you know, at the end, we did a. I got to use behind the scenes footage and and use a uh, Green Day. Uh, music uh, and you know so something you know that wasn't your typical Seinfeld yeah. episode so that was really nice and then after that it was still I, I went to another great show news radio yeah uh, I assisted edited on that and then I I, I got to cut uh, you know I think five six episodes in, in the last season of that show and then eventually I was like all right I don't want to assist anymore I got to say no and and do more editing and uh, you know, I worked on a show called Andy Richter Controls the Universe. That was yeah. a great show. It was yeah. a, you know great, and that was one of the first you know real single camera comedies yeah. when, when they were starting to to come out. And uh, you know, I I did a bunch of things, and I'd always go back to Seinfeld. We uh, we did the DVDs. I'd get a call, hey, let's let's really dig in and, and build some documentaries and let's, uh, you know, get all the bloopers, really d- do a job on the bloopers and all these, uh, you know, just behind the scenes looks of every episode. And, and I get, I'm very meticulous with all of that. And uh, then we even did a, a, the Seinfeld story for TV. We did a special for that. And, um, and then I got a call, you know, basically, like I said, I was doing various things and I got a call to meet Greg Daniels for the office. It was from a line producer who I'd worked with on news radio and he said, uh, I think you guys would be a good fit. So I came in, I met Greg, and that was it. We just hit it off and been editing for him ever since. And, uh, yeah. you know, I get to direct and, and produce. You know, we have a lot of, I have a lot of creative freedom with him. Uh, you know, uh, we have, just, you know, good trust and uh, friendship and, yeah. uh, you know, I'd do anything for him. So whatever, whatever he needs, you know. Elliot. I, I, I th- well, I, I was just going to say, I mean, I think this is – Obviously, guys, you're you're all just meeting Dave for the first time. But I'm just I, meeting him, for and you're just time. meeting Dave for the first time. But but seriously, I mean, I've known you know we've been friends for for more of our lives than we have not. I mean, it's like we, we <laughs> I met. <know>. I mean, <laughs> we met when we were 18 years old. Yeah, and so and we've been friends ever since. And um, and I, I just want to say a couple of things designed to embarrass you. One is that you haven't you you are the same person in a lot of ways that I met and became friends with when I was 18. You're still the same kind of humble, friendly guy that you were that you were then and you always have been. Did he maintain his height? He he's actually he's gotten 1 inch taller. Son of uh, I know that was oh, which was really that and that height. was the other thing that I wanted to say. He's gotten <laughs> 1 inch taller. But no, you've had an amazing like I think of all of our friends, like we all kind of came out here all in the within, you know, around mm-hmm. the same amount of time. And and I think we've all had various I mean we've we've I think in a lot of ways been 
lucky. I mean, we've 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 landed in good places, and we've all had varying degrees of of, uh, of success. But I, mean, I think about what our you know kind of collective careers have has been. I always look at you and think Dave's the one who really made it, and and but you you know but you you never got like the big head, the big Hollywood head that I think <laughs> some people get when they when they make it. You know, you just you you. Here's here's a good example, is that Dave. Dave is a big Night Rider fan. And 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 wait, night night rider. Night rider, yeah. Mike, the team. Yeah. Okay. Hello, Michael. Oh. Um. Oh and and oh, so. Oh boy. Here yeah. we go. So we're gonna we and and, but like you know your your oh. enjoyment about of, of meeting these people like you know. Well, like, I came like, out here and when we were out here in yeah. 1991. Yeah. I, I had an internship with a with a post house, a trailer house, and uh, but Baywatch had come back from being yeah, yeah. canceled yeah. it was a huge Hasselhoff Knight Rider fan was it Baywatch Nights no 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 this was, it Baywatch. was just Baywatch yeah. it was like it was un- you know now all these shows get canceled and come back right. but this was unprecedented yeah. Baywatch was on NBC got canceled and then two years later it came back in syndication uh-huh. and so I had written or, or I guess I called the producers and I said hey I'm going to be out in LA I'd love to be an observer on the set and they said sure so I came out for a week and hung out in Santa Monica and you know met Hasselhoff and <laughs> <laughs> you know, just watch them shoot. I, it was my first time, like, really being on a a real, you know, primetime television uh, uh, show. But set, your delight, you know. your delight in that doesn't hasn't diminished, mm-hmm. even though, even though, you know, you, you know, you work with these big, you know, these big stars, mm-hmm. you know, and and you know, and I've also I've seen the way that they interact with you, and you are you you are a peer, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, of of you know, you're Mindy Kaling's peer, you're mm-hmm. Steve Carell's peer, um. And, but you're still the same. Like that's the the amazing thing is that you're still the same guy. You haven't forgotten. You haven't forgotten where you where you have come from. And I think that's the. I'm a Jersey boy. You're a Jersey boy. (laughs) But I think that's the thing. I think that's one of the things that I have always been impressed by uh, about you is that you 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 haven't forgotten. You know, you haven't forgotten where you came from. You haven't forgotten your friends. You know, we all. You know, it's like we're all still. You know, I mean, it's like after 30 years, we're all still tight. Like that's the thing that I that that's that's amazing. It's like we've, and a lot of that I think comes down to you because you're the you're you are the glue in a lot of ways that holds everybody together. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely I I do like seeing all my college buddies, <laughs> and there are a lot of us because we were all film majors. It, yeah. We ended up out here, so a lot of times if I do see an opportunity of like, oh, maybe we'll have a brunch and get everybody over, or have a party, yeah. or you know, just kind of have some yeah. kind of you know an Ithaca College type of. Uh, get together i'm always you know i just reach out to everybody yeah so. all right so now let's mm-hmm. talk all right so now i'm done embarrassing you let's talk well, you didn't about finish it. you said night rider you didn't finish well that's where what that i was, was going. yeah oh, sorry, boy, that's here, where, here it goes. i know where it's coming yeah all right <laughs> so, I, I don't know where this is going but so far i've heard superman and night Rider. right mm-hmm. right and i'm very happy all right mm-hmm. so now now dave's night rider uh is it fair to say obsession i guess you you know in layman's terms you could say obsession okay you have Fanaticism. I don't know oh, what the okay. right word but is. You, you have, do you still have it or did you sell it? You have a. I have it. You have it. Okay. So Dave. I had two it. at one you, point. You had, I, which I didn't even realize <laughs> yeah. that you had two. I thought it was the same car. Dave had a has a Knight Rider replica car. What? Okay. The 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 uh, oh, okay. the the night the, what is it? It's the uh, the Knight Industries. The Knight Industries two thousand. Yeah, kit car. Oh, oh yeah. Kit. Yeah. 
I was thinking about the full name. Oh, no, the no, Night no, Industries 2000. The proper name. The proper name. The, the Christian name. The proper Christian name. Yeah. So you, 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 <laughs> wow. um, you wow. worked with a restorer, mm-hmm. right? And made a replica, had a replica. Made. I just worked there. There's a whole subculture of uh, people who you know make replicas and they they add oh my gosh. they add all this stuff i'm in love in right there now. Yeah. i'm in love with everything you're saying right now <laughs> keep talking and i'm just a big uh yeah so i'm just a you know i was just a big fan of the show and then uh, you know they say single income no kids yeah. sink it was in and yeah. i'm like yeah. yeah i'll just buy a knight rider replica i always wanted one i always wanted i wanted one i think even when i was in high school and uh i saw like they did there were early conversions and um you know, uh, so. folks, I'm looking at a photo right now <laughs> yeah. of Kit Car. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, so Dave will. Uh, oh my! Dave, Dave will god. send me a picture of this. I'm sure I've got one, but Dave will send me a picture of him and his in his in okay. his car. Here's what and we ne- will put this on the Instagram. No, here's what needs to happen. Yeah, enough of this photo stuff, Dave. We all know. All of us live within two miles of each other. Yeah. Yes. I'm coming to see Kit Car. Oh, holy crap. We should look, go for a ride. Yeah. I'm looking at do the you inside. Have it, do, now. now, do you have it right now? Because yeah. I know it had been, well, for it had been, it had been with the restorer for something like it, a year, it, yeah, right? Yeah, get, I was getting some, some work done. Um, oh my but I do, God. I drive it and, uh, you know, I love having, I was, I was getting like oh. just, just some little things, uh, tweaked inside uh, the car. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. And now, you know, and now you're, now you do drive this around. I've, <laughs> I do. you've driven, we've You've been, taken, in, I've been it. in it, uh, on a, on a few occasions. Um, but you, you also, you drive the car in, you drive the car in a parade. I, do, I've driven it in the, uh. <laughs> the uh, Hollywood Christmas Parade. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm a member of uh, the Star Cars organization. A little shout out to uh, Nate Truman, who uh, has all the Star Cars. So uh, I'm, you know, we're there with Herbie the Love Bug yeah. and uh, the the Shaguar from uh, this, you know, uh, Austin Powers right. and uh, Jurassic Park and Batmobiles and things like that. Right. So now, is there yeah. is there a, a is there ever like a rivalry in the in this this Star Cars subculture? I think there's definitely a lot of Knight Rider <laughs> replica owners, and you know, there's definitely oh, this car's better and that one's not as good, and this is a season one dash, that's a season four dash. They, you know, there are things that I try not to get too. I'm friendly with everybody. I try so not to get too. What season you know, is your dashboard though? I, I I have a season four. I would like the w- single monitor yeah. dash as opposed to the early seasons of Knight Rider that had two monitors inside uh, may, may i ask, yeah. does it have the voice in in there it he, he does talk <laughs> oh he does talk my god now and you've met uh william daniels voice of 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 kit i have i've been fortunate to i've met you know david hasselhoff on the yeah. set of baywatch and right. i i recently met uh william daniels the the voice of kit Oh so, my God! Yeah. That, that yeah. is the most impressive crap I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, like that lit up dashboard in yeah. the interior. In there. It's fun. It's definitely fun. And the steering and, wheel. Oh, yeah. God. yeah, I can't wait. To and see. I drive it. I mean, I have. I, I, I mean, I got it, and it's like, it's it's definitely you know a lot of collectors. It's you know don't get me wrong. It's in the garage. It's taken care of, sure. but. I definitely like to drive it at least once a week. Yeah, I would have driven it today, except it's raining. I'm like, eh, I don't want to. Right. If yeah. I can avoid that, I'll yeah. avoid it. You don't want to. You don't yeah. want to drown. Yeah. Night Industries. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Um, wow. Yeah. 
serious stuff. Hey, you know what? Hey, how many minutes are we into the show? Oh, dude, we're we're at the end of the show. Oh, are we? Okay. We're, I, we're literally 70 minutes I, in. <laughs> Seven zero, for real. For real? I guess it's probably too late to do the, 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 uh, the sponsor break. And, and I, Let's I, save it for the end. I do have to say. Yeah. Never met you. And, and I know we're not at the end, but right. never met you. But it is wonderful talking to you because it's rare that I get to talk to someone who has all of those skills that you do that you get to use on a daily from the editing to the producing to the directing. And it's great to see it's great to see that that ability to multitask that you can put to use. I mean, you're three people. You're three people that a show needs in one building a show mm-hmm. and getting to work with people that you enjoy that's fantastic to see in in the business it's i've like i said i've been very fortunate i've i've you know worked with some great people and you know getting to direct and and edit your own stuff is really really creatively satisfying Mm -hmm. um i've you know i've got some episodes that i've done that i'm just really proud of and that i'm like yo i got to do this in directing and then in editing i was able to do this and so it's it's really really just nice yeah. Uh, Elliot, what mm-hmm. what the what the heck is the deal with Superman though? Okay. I so, mean what what's what what's what's that about? So Dave uh is I, I think probably one of the foremost authorities on the Richard Donner uh Superman uh movie. And and yeah, I, 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 I I'm I'm touched that he said I, that. I mean so you, so so you go you go into you go into Dave's office uh, and at his home office. This is another thing where you could say obsession or fanaticism okay, to the extremely I'll... unhealthy oh. level but keep going. Keep but going. You, got, you go into his home office and he's got he's got all the framed posters of the Donner Donner Superman uh movie. You've got cuts of all of the all the movies which of of all the the uh the cuts of the Donner Superman which is your is your favorite and and why i i mean honestly the the original theatrical cut of superman the movie yeah is my favorite and i it, today it's still probably my favorite movie of all time yeah uh i and you know the, there have been there's other versions where there's extra scenes here and there obviously there, there's one where superman tunnels down into the subway and and then Lex Luthor shoots him with bullets and fire and and ice and I saw that for the first time on on ABC television and it was like oh my god this is like you know deleted scenes that are incorporated I had no idea uh, but as a whole I think the the original theatrical cut or maybe the special edition because they they cleaned up some of the special effects where the the blue suit looked a little green because of the comping and 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 you know some of the the effects work that they were able to do i, I think uh i think that but but overall I, I still think that the original superman the movie is just a, a it's just a beautiful movie it really has set the tone for all the superhero movies that we see today because it was a you know everything about that movie was grounded in reality except for this one element of fantasy mm-hmm. which is this mm-hmm. this guy who can fly and has super strength and you know super mm-hmm. speed and and uh, you know and i think everything has followed that kind of you know Have that you, I, that mode that I just, model i just now that you're saying that i i just kind of realized something you know i want to see if you agree with me on this but i actually think that the that the Marvel movies have more in common with the original Superman than any of the recent DC Comics movies, except for maybe Wonder Woman. Yeah, I would say that that's pretty accurate. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, especially the stuff that's 
coming out today. Yeah. Uh, from, you know, I mean, look, it's hard to say. We'll see. DC can turn it around. Sure. You know. Oh, I'm not saying that they can't. So. I'm just saying, I just feel like they, like, I, I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I mean, look, we're not, we could go, we, we could right. do a whole other episode on Superman versus Batman. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I don't think we should, but, but we could. And so that, but this leads me to my next question is, uh, I, d- I saw there's been a, a tweet going around uh, over the last week about um, trying uh, about uh, I think maybe Michael B. Jordan uh, and J.J. Abrams were talking about Superman uh, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, trying to make Superman relevant for today. And of course, you know, we're I'm, we're both comic book guys mm-hmm. uh, and I and 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 a lot of the comic book people that I that I follow on Twitter and that I know we're all saying is like, well, Superman is always relevant. It's just how you you know because he's because of what he's about and if you just stick to the core of who that character is which is he's about uh he's he's about hope and he's about you know uh, he's about hope and he's about helping yeah he's about being saving people and and i think that was some of the stuff i was you know that people complained about in the when they you know the last couple of superman movies those were some of the issues you know they finally started to get it a little bit right towards uh the end of the Justice League movie, but yeah, it's a it's about a guy you know being selfless and using these powers and, mm-hmm. and saving people and and just you know doing good things. And uh, you, they start when you start getting into this dark version, and you know it, it just yeah. doesn't uh, doesn't play as well. How, how would you just go? He's not relevant. Like that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think that there's a healthy dose of cynicism in 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 our society today, and I think it's really like I. I mean, the other day I was I was driving and I heard it. All right, I'm, this is really goofy what I'm about to say, and I'm going to say it anyway at the risk of my own embarrassment. But I heard a U2 song, and and uh and I, that I hadn't heard in a while, and I kind of almost you got started me crying. Little, it got me a little choked up. Uh, which song well, was well, it? Uh, uh, All that you can't leave behind, mm. and 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 mostly just because there's that was that that album. I, I felt how it, it was. It's not. I, I think people don't say that that's one of U2's best albums, but I really loved it because it just it was kind of like a return to form for them, and it and there was always a lot of hope in their music. And I suddenly like I kind of realized it's like we're driving around every day, and we've got this. We're in a we're in this cycle right now of everything is every it, like it, there's a lot not a lot of hope in where we are right now in society like there's a lot of cynicism and i think a lot of that has, is driven by you know the 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 bad place that we're in as a country in terms of of the 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 uh, the partisan divide and and the person that's occupying the white house and where it's i mean it's it's nihilistic as, as opposed to you know it's it doesn't feel like there's any way that like it, it's hard to to hold on to the idea that we're going to get through it, mm-hmm. and and so and then I and and so I think that's where the notion that Superman's not relevant, but that's exactly comes from. Except that's exactly what we need. That's exactly what mm-hmm. yeah. That's exactly what you what, it, what you would want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so, Dave, what I'm saying is, can you please go make a relevant Superman movie that sticks. To the core of who Superman is, so that we all have something to root for and to to, to feel some hope. Could you at least do can you that do that? For us, can you do Could that you for at, us? at the very least do that? Can for you drive us, over then? to Warner Brothers in your in your Night Riders Night Night Industries two thousand and tell them that you're the man? Because I do believe it. I think you'd make a great Superman movie. <laughs> 
you know what? I I will take this challenge. Okay. I will I do it. I love this Superman. I will challenge. do it. Cheers. Yeah. I yeah. Want, wait, I want a little bottom cheers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. A little left there. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I won. I saw, oh, you beat me. You barely beat me. That, I, I don't know. I, got, I think maybe there's just like one sip there. Um, Dave, thank you for being here today and talking about uh, Superman and uh, Knight Car. Rider and yeah. Kit Car and, uh, and, and, and about your profession. Because I think a lot of people don't really, under, don't really uh, you know, outside of the business, don't really necessarily think about what all the, what what we all do or what's you know what someone likes you do, what someone like who, what someone like you does on a show like, you know, on a show like The Office, which is, which is found, uh, I don't know, it never went away, and mm-hmm. you know, but on Netflix, it's like it's found a new generation of of, of fans already. Yeah, it's amazing, you know? and because it's like amazing. like my kids. Yes. You know, went binged it on Netflix. Yeah, and they're like, "This is a, this is hilarious. This right. is the greatest thing." And I was like, "Well, you know, you know, Dave works on that. Dave worked yeah. on that show. Dave edited your favorite episodes. Yeah. He probably directed your favorite episodes." And and I'm like, really? That guy and with that the guy, cool car. That guy with the cool. <laughs> the car? nice guy with the cool car. Yeah, <laughs> that guy with the cool car with the pool. <laughs> you know, well, because you're just Dave. Yeah. You know, to them, you're just Dave. So, um, so th- th- they don't, they don't, they don't necessarily think about it. So it's, it's been great to, uh, it's been great to have you here. It's, this it's, has been a blast. I'm, I, I'm so I glad am, we got to do this. I am grateful that we didn't go into any really embarrassing Elliot stories. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll come back at some point. Yeah. Come back and, and <laughs> fill our hearts with, <laughs> with crap. But Dave I, also so, brought, yeah. he brought gifts. Dave brought gifts. One of very few people, Andrew Romano brought us. Uh, a plant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None uh, of our other guests we have brought us, uh, but other than those two, none yeah. of our other guests. And that's it. Have have brought us gifts. Right. I mean, I guess I guess they themselves are the gifts. They are. It's kind they of are. what they're thinking. So I'm going to open this. this. This one says to Elliot, Spy Hunter. That's me. Oh boy. From David Rogers, Mr. Adventure. That's you. <laughs> yes. So Mr. Adventure was a uh, was Dave's senior uh, thesis mm-hmm. film, which uh, which I. Uh, Elliot, Elliot was I, a collaborator of mine on many projects. Also, sure. he he was a director of photography on The Last Goodbye. He was an yeah, actor right, again goodbye, on Mister yeah. Mister Adventure. Yep. And he, yep. so, well, look at this thing. It's a decorative wine accessory set. Well, I also have a box from uh, Dave Rogers. It, it it doesn't say anything on it, but mine mine's just filled with rocks. It's filled with rocks. Is it? Uh, you it oh, I'm, you guys got the wrong. You guys got the wrong. Is it coal? Just, you could burn that in your fireplace. Yeah. Wow. Open it. Wait. Oh, can you open right, it up yeah, real yeah. quick? I, I thought yeah. you'd get a kick out of this. Yeah. Just, uh, I, I thought about. Uh... All right. I'm opening. It's like it's shaped like a. I put. A, I'll put a picture of this on the uh, Instagram. It's shaped like a wine bottle. Oh boy. Chateau de Solution de Marche. What? A Pinot Noir Grand Cru. What? What? Oh, oh, look at that. It what's opens that, up. What's right. in there? What's in there? So there's a. Uh, there's a. Uh... Here we hold that. Yeah. All right. Oh. That's beautiful. So there's a uh, there's a wine stopper here, Dave. Hold here, hold, hold oh, that. Dave. Yeah. Okay. So there's a there's a wine stopper. There's a uh, uh, there's a ring for for opening the uh, oh there, there's a cutter for for cutting the foil. There's a pour spout. There's a a, a corkscrew, and there's a uh, a uh, I don't know what that is. There's a, a ring. I, Dave, are you asking me to marry you? Oh, that's a beautiful way to propose. <laughs> I didn't. Ex- 
I didn't expect this. No, no I, I did. Elliot Blake, will you? She called me ahead of time and said, I'm going to ask this guy. Yeah. I need you here for yes. it. Yes. Yes. Um, that's really awesome. Thank you, Dave. You're welcome, you guys. Thank you very much. Dude, uh, thank you Elliot, for having me here. Elliot said all of the thank yous that I felt, mm-hmm. and he said it better and quicker than I did. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, yeah. 100% pleasure yeah. meeting you. I'm so happy to see you doing that thing that you want to do with people that you want to do it with. And on top of that, doing it freaking well. Is there anything, uh, my, my, literally my final question mm, for him, mm. other than will you come back and tell embarrassing stories about Elliot sometime? <laughs> Absolutely. And may I come see your kit car sometime? That's yes, yes, question. definitely. We should go for a drive together. Me, you, Elliot, and Kit. Yeah. Oh, uh, is there any, in the, I, know you, I know the answer is yes. With what you've done and what you continue to do, the young young. Ithacites coming up from Ithaca <laughs> College or any other college around the greater New York area. Is there any words of wisdom that either of you, because both of you came from that same area, you're both still in the business and you're both doing things. Anything that you would just recommend for those people out there? Uh, yeah. Um, I would say, you know, work hard, have mm-hmm. persistence, and, uh, you know, keep in touch, network with your friends, because yeah. everybody will be coming up at the same time. I your always, friends I, are the ones who are going to like yeah. you. Yeah. We're all, you know, I, I always say like at Ithaca, we're all, we were all, when we graduate, everybody, we're all climbing ladders at the same time. So if someone is a little ahead, you can help them up. If they mm-hmm. get a little ahead of you, they can pull you up. You know, I, I always stress that just, you know, just help each other. Nice. And I say, I, and I always say, and I've been saying this for years. Oh, yeah. Keep your feet on the ground. Wow. What about keep your... reaching for the stars. So keep your feet on the ground. <laughs> yeah. So you got to really hope that the stars are super low. You just got to keep reaching. Just keep mm-hmm. reaching. Just okay. keep reaching. That's the important part is the keep reaching. But if you're on his new show where they shoot in space. Well, then you, they're you, more than more right reach. I cannot yeah. confirm okay. or deny. <laughs> um, all right. So so the uh, it's time then, Dave, for uh, – okay, is there anything – I mean, so you've got – uh, upload and uh, Space Force coming up. Anything else that you want to plug? No. Okay. Uh, that's it. Just All right. Keep, then keep, keep watching The Office, The Mindy Project, the yeah. movie Late Night. Yeah. You know, Seinfeld. Very good. Yep. All right. So then uh, here we are. Then it's time for uh, it's time for the uh, the ultimate, ultimate question. question. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at uh, David Ev Rogers. That's David E. V. Rogers. Rogers. Right. Electric vehicle Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I have a website as well, davidevanrogers.com. All right. And then you've got and that's and there are there and then so your real you're like your show reel is on there and Yeah, my yeah. reel is on there. There's some uh some press, some behind the scenes pictures. Yeah. On right. sets, things like that. Yeah, so go there, mm-hmm. go to Dave. Look Dave up on uh, IMDb. You'll be very impressed by mm-hmm. the, by his uh, by his credits because mm-hmm. they're 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 very impressive. Did you did you decide not to do an Instagram? Is that not your jam? I guess I just haven't done it yet. I think I'm on there, but I never I never. I did tagged it. you. Oh, you did? Yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I, but yeah. I'll have to look and see. But you got to look. I, did, I have I, to get more Instagram into Instagram in Oh, everybody's on Instagram. Oh, everybody. Anybody who's anybody. Everybody. All right. I get it. My girlfriend's on Instagram a lot. I yes. know she, lo- she yeah. loves Instagram. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, then, Gary. Yes. It's time then for 
Where are you on oh, social media? Uh, very, yeah. very good. Very good. Yeah. Thank um, you. Yeah. I am at Gary Anthony Williams mm. on Instagram. Yes. At Gary A. Williams on uh, the Twitter. Very, very good. Uh, you can find me at Elliot Blake, E-L-L-I-O-T-B-L-A-K-E, on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find my book, Great 100 Cocktails, A Home Bar Guy's Deep Dive into the Art of Cocktail Creation, in print on Amazon and as a PDF, if you prefer that sort of thing, uh, on Gumroad. Uh, you can find the show uh, on Twitter, at Gary and Elliot. You can find us on Instagram, at Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. You can find us on the web, at daydrinkingwithgaryandelliot.simplecast.fm. You can email us. And why wouldn't you email us at daydrinkingwithgaryandelliot at gmail.com? If you've enjoyed today's show, and I know you have, I certainly did, uh, because it's a treat getting to spend time uh, with Dave and, and, and then to get to spend time with Dave and all of you. Holy smokes. Everybody. Everybody. Uh, you know, here, here's what we want you to do. Tell your friends. Uh, we want you to uh, go on uh, uh, and, and hit that subscribe button. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're just finding us because you're a big Office fan, uh, hit that subscribe button. Do it right now and tell everybody that you know that they should also subscribe. The other thing that you can do is uh, go on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening and leave us a star rating uh, and a review. The star rating, Gary, they upped it again. What are you talking about? How many about? stars that you can give? What do you mean they upped it? Yeah, because it was like over 900 last yeah. time. You know, most people think it's just five stars, but no, like last what? time it was over 900. What and they, now I, I'm not, I, honestly, I'm not convinced that this isn't a glitch. 14,000 stars. Reach for the stars. But keep my, uh, keep my feet somewhere. I, I can't even remember where my feet should on be. On the ground. Okay. But keep reaching, reaching for the stars. The stars. I can, yeah. I can, I, I'm always out there reaching. Yeah. And I never remember where the my feet is, should be. The problem is that you're flying. Yeah. And you got to be standing. Standing, that's still. standing. Standing. Yeah, standing still. But 14,000 stars. So to me it seems like that's to me it seems like that that that's probably a glitch. But but in the intervening time before they before they fix it, we'll take all we of those them. stars because that helps us find great listeners like you. Um and uh and then the last thing that you can do to help support the show is go visit our merch store um at uh, teespring.com backslash day drinking. That's T E E S P R I N G dot com backslash day drinking. And uh, go on there. You can find a, uh, a, a Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot t-shirt, a tote bag, a, a coffee mug, a sticker with our faces on mm. it, which is, let me tell you, that's the, that's the creme de la creme oh, it is. of, of oh. podcast merchandise. And oh. you can put that sticker anywhere you like no judgment no no we're yeah we don't we just put it somewhere but anyway but uh, but but now here's the thing 100 percent of the proceeds from each sale of day drinking with gary and elliot merch goes to not our pockets gary no not to dave's pocket our, because all six of our pockets are filled, filled to the max filled to the max there's no room so we're giving all that money to uh, mothers against drunk driving uh, uh, because we want you, uh, if you're going to have a drink, we want you to be uh, safe and uh, responsible and not uh, drive drunk. Uh, and then the other thing is, uh, so you say, well, if, how, how is that helping you guys uh, if you're giving away all that money? And, 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 and it, it's because you're putting our logo out into the world. And when people say, hey, what's that day drinking with Gary and Elliot? You can tell them. It's your favorite podcast. Oh. Yeah. It's so you made it so simple for it's, them to know how to respond. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's my favorite podcast. It's so simple. Yeah. Hey, it's my favorite five words. Five words. And in fact, if you don't feel comfortable saying hey, four words. Four words. Yep. So there you go. There you have it everybody. I think that covers everything. It it cover as as you always say, 
it covered it like Dave Rogers covers a show. From tippity top to bippity bottom. I almost said bippity bottom. We are so on this. We are really on it. From woe to go, as they say in Australia. (laughs) Buddy, Buddy Rogers, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thanks for uh, making me a great drink. My pleasure. Buddy Blakes. Buddy Gary. Buddy Williams. Thank you for being here. Yes. Thank you for having Uh, us. Guys, if you're out driving around and you're... Night Industries automobile chasing down Superman before he spins backwards and rewinds time. (laughs) And then you pull into your garage and you pop open a cool brewski in the midst of the day. Remember to do so responsibly. responsibly.